0: we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for march 13th 2023 Uh, along the same lines we're continuing along here another again another little different angle and aspect to the whole bank bail-ins that are coming and that type of thing this is entitled bank bail-ins are coming what will you use to buy food when your bank accounts are frozen yeah let's go ahead and listen to this
1: you know the banking system as currently configured and operated is a ticking time bomb and we saw the the board of directors from what last november whatever it was at the fdic saying yeah we know that bank closures are coming and bank bail-ins are coming and people's money is going to disappear
0: but that's that's what we just heard that clip
1: we just can't tell the public you know <laughs> i don't want to
0: I, I mean in the, the end part of part one
1: sorry i should have clarified people know that that might be happening because of course they might panic unintended consequences so let's Let's just keep that under wraps for now. Uh, But then, of course, the video got out about that. And a lot of people understand that this is exactly what's about to happen. And it's not even, the the big issue isn't just that people's money is going to disappear. Life savings, pension funds, checking accounts, business checking, cash flow, everything. That it will all vanish, in essence, because it will be inaccessible. The banks will simply take possession of it. So it, it vanishes from from the customer's point of view, but that's not even the biggest issue. The issue is what happens to society in the aftermath of that. The issue is what happens when people can't buy food and people can't buy gasoline and grocery stores can't take deliveries of food because, well, the transaction system doesn't work and also the food stamp system doesn't work. And think about the the hyper-privileged, typical American that's on food stamps right now believing that the government owes them this money. And that if they don't get that money, oh, they're they're going to tear something down. And, you know, they're going to set fire to something. They're going to wreck the retail establishments. And so that's what you're going to see: are mobs all over the cities, trashing everything, every retailer, every restaurant. In some areas, yeah. where big
0: big cities are the last place you want to be when this stuff starts to go down,
1: have the most you know, radical left wing groups of people. Those areas will be hit like this, and They'll just go door to door, tearing up or burning down everything they can. Mm -hmm. Obviously, don't be in those areas. But then the question becomes, what will people turn to? Because in rural areas especially, people will still need to buy and sell and trade. And while the currency is on life support, because the banking system is frozen, people will find ways, local ways, to trade. They're going to trade because it's a natural human thing it's it's an organic process to trade with your neighbor because obviously you might have chickens or chicken eggs and your neighbor might have beef or might know how to load ammunition or or what have you so people are going to trade even services and so on your neighbor might be a plumber whereas you know how to change a tire who knows of course In the cities, in in, in the uh, woke cities, nobody knows how to change the tires. So uh, there will be no services offered other than maybe prostitution and, 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 you know, like drugs, street drugs and things like that. But in rural areas, there will be practical things that people can barter. And so that's the very first thing that's going to spring out of this is barter. People will barter garden vegetables, garden seeds, chickens and chicken eggs and beef. And they'll barter gasoline and diesel fuel, which is also why it's a good idea to have extra, right? They'll barter engine oil. They'll barter tires and firearms and ammunition and everything that you can imagine. And that will keep a lot of people going for quite some time because especially more practical-minded, rural-living people, they can get by in hard times much better than sort of mostly city people who are dependent on the system, who go buy food you know, every other day and they don't have much of a pantry and they don't really know how to do anything or they just order Uber Eats or something. They just eat out all the time. They don't really have the practical skills. So you're going to see a very strong polarization in the after effects of this. You're going to see some areas that will do okay, they will turn to barter, and then the other areas that will be in a state of total collapse and chaos and lawlessness. And obviously, those areas will not be survivable by a lot of people, and you don't want to be anywhere near those areas. Now, it won't take long before you start to see silver in this scenario. You'll see cash at first. You know, Some people still have some cash, but the cash won't go very far. It won't last very long because there's just not enough cash in circulation to handle all the need of buying and selling and trading. So you're going to start to see... Uh, pre-1965 coins, which are the 90% silver coins, roughly uh, quarters, dimes, nickels, and so on, and then you're going to see silver rounds or one-ounce silver coins, mm-hmm. and you'll also start to see various renditions of gold coins. You'll have one-ounce gold coins, half-ounce, you know, quarter-ounce, one-tenth ounce, and so on. You will see this more and more frequently. And people will become more...
0: Just remember, though, with the gold coins in particular, they can be counterfeited, and that has happened. It's been a big problem. There are... um, If you go to a, a reputable dealer for bullion, gold coins, these types of things, platinum, they should have a device that they put the coin on And that will tell you exactly what it is and um, how pure it is. Those devices exist. okay. Ideally, having one of those devices, if you had precious metals and you were wanting to barter, ideally having one of those devices would be beyond ideal. Because you could actually be somebody that um, has one and when very very few other people have had the foresight or the knowledge to even have one of those or maybe the money they're not overtly outrageously expensive um but if you were going to do barter with somebody and they and they brought you gold coins you could check them for to see if they were literally legit gold coins or if they had platinum this device will tell you what it is I mean silver, gold, platinum, uh, palladium. I believe it does. And I don't know the name, but you could look at you could look it up online. They exist, and like most reputable places that you would would already be doing this. Like when you go to buy, okay, let's say a one ounce round, you would want to you would want to verify. And they'll, they'll put it on the device and it'll, I mean, the device doesn't know what you're putting on it, but it does know. In other words, it's not like they're pre-programming the device and it's spitting out a pre-programmed thing. You, 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 you can take the gold coin, put it on there and then do a platinum and it'll it'll tell you if it's real to the purity and all that other stuff. So that's something I've never mentioned on air before, but that could also be a gigantic factor. In the days and times to come, people that have those devices will be now granted you would also be a target because they may become like viewed as more valuable than gold if you think about it. So, just saying, I wanted to throw that in. I've never mentioned that on air, I don't think I ever thought to mention it on air
1: before until now. So, familiar with gold and silver, although it'll take a little bit of time. But very quickly, these alternative systems of money and commerce will begin to be embraced. And in some areas, like, of course, let's say left-wing cities, they will try to outlaw gold and silver and, of course, ammunition and so on, which I guess they've already outlawed open trade of that in California. And this will cause their citizens to be left in a helpless and hopeless situation. More chaos, more suffering, more destitution as the government promises to rescue you here have this digital money or whatever so they can spy on you but in more free states i.e texas and florida and so on or rural areas let's say east california or north california eastern oregon eastern washington and so on you're going to have people that say you know screw the whatever laws that the capital says far away we have to survive here in eastern oregon And we're going to have to barter with each other. We're going to use gold and silver and ammo and everything else. And, you know, they're going to survive that way. They're going to get by. So this day is coming. It is coming. It's critical to have the supplies that you need to be able to barter. And in terms of ammo, by the way, 22 long rifle ammo is the the most basic, you know, 22LR or 9mm ammo or, frankly, 5.56 that can be used in standard AR-15s or a uh, 223, which is not the same, but it's still very practical. It can be used in AR-15s as well. Mm-hmm. But make sure you've got things to barter with. It could be garden seeds. It could be gold and silver. It could be power tools. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of having power tools that are battery powered because you can charge those batteries with off-grid solar systems. You know. Solar power stations or solar generators as they're sometimes called you can charge power tools and those power tools They'll be traded like money If you want physical gold and silver Check out our sponsor in that area the treasure island coins and precious metals company. You can find them at metalswithmike.com, and Check out their prices. They have real-time prices published on their website that are updated in real time as gold and silver move up and down you can you know, check the affordability, insured, discrete delivery, and get some of that. Again, visi- discrete. How how is that? You're creating
0: a paper trail. You're literally doing something online. They're they're recording what you're doing, and not only that, when the day and time come, these companies will be raided by the government. You don't think that? I mean, come on, they outlawed, they banned, like gold and was in 1933 or whatever, Roosevelt. You had to supposedly turn in all your gold. Total insanity. I mean, what right would the, would any government have to tell you to do that? Well, they did it. They've already done it in this country once. And in order to assure that happens, they're gonna say, okay, we, we, we have the records from all these companies that have sold this stuff. Or I'm saying it's, I mean, let's say it doesn't happen great, but I would think that that would be just elementary. You don't wanna create a paper trail when it comes to that purchasing precious metals or firearms and ammunition and things of that nature as well or really as much as you could not create paper trails with that would be
1: wise in your possession and right now i would recommend the junk silver coins because that's what's going to be used in a barter situation more than anything else because it's a small denomination you can buy or sell or trade something like a loaf of bread. Right, we
0: were just going over this earlier, and I I fully agree.
1: A quart of oil or a gallon of you know diesel fuel or what have you. So just get prepared in every way you can. And watch more of my videos at prepwithmike.com. Thank you for listening. Get ready. I'm Mike Adams, the Health Ranger. Also, naturalnews.com and com. Take care.
0: Okay, so the next report is, uh, and it, it relates heavily to this subject because this is just all part of the order out of chaos. This was just published 13 days ago. And Wall Street Journal confirms our warning, power grid infrastructure is is being deliberately dismantled to collapse America. This is just one of the many ways, the the myriad of ways that they are dismantling this country. We're, we just happen to be talking about the banking collapse, but there's, I mean, probably over a hundred different ways that they're actually trying to collapse the country from different angles as well.
1: A quick update on the sabotage of the infrastructure in North America. The Wall Street Journal has come out with a story that confirms exactly what myself and Alex Jones and others have been warning about, which is the deliberate dismantling of the energy grid of course the food grid's also being sabotaged on purpose but the power system takedown is now recognized by the Wall Street Journal they did an SOS article saying that the shutting down of these coal plants and natural gas plants there's no replacement for the shutdowns mm-hmm. and they're just taking capacity out of the power grid with no plan to ever replace it and the specific grid region that they're talking about in this wall street journal article is it's kind of the northeast grid i know it's not just one grid but it's it's a region that spans from illinois uh, all the way to the east coast the kind of the northeast area so it's a massive area and they simply will not have the electrical capacity to power the homes and businesses and industry for that entire area, they're going to start having uh, rolling blackouts, just power grid, just brownouts and blackouts. Like, hey, you just don't have power for eight hours a day. You know, good luck running your restaurant or, or good luck uh, doing dishes or laundry in your home. You're just not going to have power. But this is all being done on purpose. That's the thing. And it's all being done in the name of green and, you know, climate. You got to save the climate. Well, they've decided already that the way to save the climate is to dismantle human infrastructure to take down civilization and when the wall street journal finally gets it which just happened you know that it's becoming so obvious they can't cover it up anymore i mean for years they say oh it's a conspiracy theory no it isn't they're literally dismantling the power grid infrastructure but that's just part of this story uh, by the way no wonder more people are coming to texas because texas has its own power grid and texas has the energy to power the power grid this is why texas is the future of america because texas will continue to function a lot of other regions will just have no power in like portions of california on the west coast oregon and washington and much of the northeast and so on i mean it's going to be the, the states that have power will be in the midwest and the south you know like florida Uh, Texas and Arizona, Utah, Wyoming. I guess that's not the Midwest, but you get the idea. Uh, Plus the Midwest will also have power. But the East Coast, especially the Northeast and the West Coast, the days are coming when there's no reliable power. I mean, you'll have power sometimes whenever they want you to, but not all the time. And remember this when they push you to buy an electric vehicle. Yeah, sure, they want you to buy an electric car, because they know you won't be able to charge it. They'll just turn off the power. Oh, good luck. And then they'll have a power emergency, and they'll even say you're not allowed to charge an electric car. And since they can monitor your electricity usage with the smart meters, you're screwed no matter what. You can't sort of surreptitiously charge your car. They will know, and they will fine you or arrest you or just shut off your power. Whereas if you have a gasoline engine, you can just drive to the gas station, you know, shell out some cash, get some gas, and even you can store gas, you know, or diesel. And there's nothing that the establishment can do about that. They can't limit you if you have a combustion engine, which is why they're trying to get rid of those. But there's another element to this that's just critical to understand. You know, there were uh, three fires in Mexico at uh, oil refineries all owned by the same company. And these fires all happened I think last Thursday and they were sabotage fires. That's what's very clear in all of this, they were sabotage fires. So someone was trying to take out the oil refinery capacity in Mexico. And if you start to ask the question and dig into it, like who wants to do that? Well, it turns out that Mexico was selling gasoline very inexpensively to North America, specifically in places like Texas. And the Biden regime doesn't want Americans to have affordable gasoline for all the reasons that are probably obvious at this point. So it looks like and we can't prove it yet, but it looks like the same black ops teams run by the deep state government that are running around setting fire to the food facilities are also setting fire now to Mexican refineries. They're literally operating in Mexico. Carrying out arson against oil refineries in Mexico as a warning to say, hey, if you don't stop selling cheap gas to Americans, we're going to burn your infrastructure down. It's exactly what they're doing. And remember, there have been a lot of mysterious fires in America of oil refineries, such as the one that was shut down in Philadelphia, and also the LNG port, liquid natural gas port that blew up, I don't know, a year ago or something in Texas, I think, or one of the Gulf Coast areas. Yeah, I think it was in Texas. And that's only now coming back online. So are you getting the picture yet? We have a government that has come to the conclusion that that just policies alone and executive orders alone can't shut down the infrastructure quite enough. So they're resorting to terrorism, to arson, sabotage, terrorism. So yeah, it's it's a regulatory attack and it's a terrorism attack on the energy infrastructure. Now, remember, this is the same government, the U.S. government, that also carried out an act of terrorism against Germany and Russia by destroying the Nord Stream Pipeline. I mean, think about the enormity of that. They blew up the infrastructure pipeline that serves uh, businesses and households and even government offices and industry to cripple Western Europe. And it has crippled Western Europe like never before. We're talking massive layoffs and shutdowns of industry with no potential future. It's, it's not coming back from what has already happened with the energy shutdowns. Western Europe, as we know it, is done. You know, the fertilizer has been shut down. Spring planting is coming. What are they going to fertilize with? The food scarcity across Western Europe will be felt over the next several years it's going to kick in, especially in the summer and fall harvest of this year, 2023. It's gonna be extraordinary. But they're also trying to sabotage, of course, and take down the entire infrastructure of America. They don't want Americans to have energy at all. They don't want you to have options. They don't want you to be able to grow your own food. They don't want you to have anything that they don't centrally control, whether it's water, food, fuel, electricity, medicine money everything it's a total monopolistic control scenario and they are at war with the American people and I've interviewed experts who confirm all this such as dr. Andrew Huff the former VP of EcoHealth Alliance former top secret uh, clearance holder worked for Homeland Security was an expert in food security told me during an interview which is public that the pattern of sabotage against food infrastructure in America, it's like they're going down the list of the Homeland Security critical food infrastructure uh, list. They're just going down the list, like let's hit this and this and this. Somebody's doing this. Somebody's setting fire. Somebody's, I mean, there are arson teams running around burning things down. That's what's happening on purpose. Now think about this in the context of what else is happening which is the depopulation via vaccines. So, of course, right now we're facing a massive depopulation effort. And the establishment is hoping people just die off from heart attacks and strokes and, you know, whatever, and also infertility for population control. But just in case that's not enough, and it's not because a lot of people rejected the vaccines, they are now deliberately taking down the food infrastructure and the energy infrastructure, specifically of Western civilization. This is key to understand. They're taking down the United States and Western Europe. Notice that these attacks, especially the one on Nord Stream, affects Western Europe, but does not deprive energy to you know, like Belarus and Russia and a bunch of other countries. So Russia's got plenty of energy. And frankly, China has plenty of energy because they're just building a coal plant every day. You know, screw the Paris Climate Accords, Uh, that's China's view. They want everybody else to have restrictions on energy, but not China itself. And by the way, that's the whole point of the Paris Climate Accords, was to deprive America of energy infrastructure, to slow America down so that China could dominate the world. Because the CCP, of course, controls uh, much of American policy right now, You know, for all the reasons that you might imagine, blackmail of the Biden crime family, for example. So we are living under, all of us, we're living under a terrorist regime that is absolutely, meticulously taking out the very things that keep civilization alive. Energy, food, fuel, and so on. And their next target, money. The money supply, the banking system. The fiat currencies, they will collapse the euro. That's probably coming first. And then they'll collapse the dollar sometime after that. Or maybe
0: they'll start by collapsing the banks first, like they're potentially doing, and then collapsing the dollar. It kind of, we don't know.
1: And you will be left with no option, at least unless you understand, you know, things like gold and silver or crypto or or things like that but you'll be left with no official option other than a central bank digital currency that's what they'll say that you have to sign up for the central bank digital currency mm-hmm. or yep. you won't be able to engage in banking whatsoever exactly that's what they're going to try to roll out and then once you sign up for that guess what well then you have to uh, you have to meet the social credit score in order to access your money right so if you criticize it's
0: just it's the ultimate trap and it's the ultimate trap that eventually leads us into the New World Order and the Mark of the Beast. The CBDC. Which we're all, obviously, I've just shown you really several ways
1: today they're trying to set us up to get us into that. And Oh, no. You can't take money out of the bank. Even your own money, so to speak. You've mm-hmm. been locked out. So right. that's exactly what's coming. And that's why people need to understand the importance of having... Off grid solutions for all these things food, energy, money, medicine you name it. And I've re emphasized that, you know, again and again in my books and my reporting have off grid solutions for everything. And of course, I have a free downloadable audio book on this very point. It's called Resilient Prepping. And you could download it for free at resilientprepping.com. R E S I L I E N T, resilient. Yeah.
0: There you go. There's another free resource. And I think what he does along these lines is great. I've cautioned you about the other areas where I believe him and Alex Jones are ultimately going to lead their listeners. I've cautioned you many, many times. But there's a lot of great resources, you know, on both of their websites, really. But really, Mike Adams has the most free, really good resources about prepping and this type of stuff of anybody that I know of.
1: Com. Free transcript as well, printable transcript. You can print out, uh, you download all the audio files, their MP3 files. Get it on your desktop and save those files. Put them on a hard drive. Put them on a thumb drive. Give them to people. You know, put them on uh, torrent sites. Spread them around. It's it's all good. Get this to as many people as possible, because the only people that are going to be free are those who have off-grid solutions because they are burning down the infrastructure, folks. They are burning it down. Mm -hmm. And you can live on, frankly, a a much smaller amount of energy if you've got some backup systems. It might be some solar panels. It might be a solar generator. It might be uh, having your own water collection system, like a small rooftop collection system. I mean, it's trouble. It's costs, and it's time and effort but you can grow some of your own food, right? You can, you can get by if you have the knowledge, and that's what I teach in that book, Resilient Prepping. So download it. If you haven't listened to it yet, give it a listen. You're going to learn survival skills that will keep you alive as we are living as victims under international government terrorism against the citizens of the West. That's what this is. This is attempted genocide against every living person uh, living in Western countries in order to just eliminate them from Earth, frankly, and let the communists dominate the planet. So thank you for listening. Mike Adams here, The Health Ranger. Okay.
0: So we have that. Um, I wanted to kind of get that that information in there as well. Let's keep going here. Uh, the next report is a uh, listener sent me, this long-time listener, and the listener comment, Australian tyranny in smart cities. This is a not from Australia. We all should be educating ourselves with gusto on what smart initiatives are being proposed, considered, and implemented in each of our communities and to act to intercede, repel, and prevent them. The, now, again, this is what um, this is from Australia, and it's a flyer, and I'm going to read you the flyer. It says, What smart cities really means for you? Now, considering... The next report i'm going to cover about smart cities that are actually starting to pop up in america now i'm not saying they're to this point and i'm not saying they're being advertised to this point in fact you're probably in australia they're not advertising them this is telling you what they really mean though this is this is telling you when you see these things about 15 minute cities and smart cities basically the same thing I've already reported on that, that they're actively starting to implement it in Europe. Um they're prisons. Ultimately, at the beginning, they probably, at least in America, won't be prisons where you'll you'll have to have a pass to get in and out of and, and you you'll you know, like they are being proposed in Europe where you're basically locked in and you have to have multiple passes to even get out um it's so big brother and totalitarian there's cameras everywhere monitoring you and it's all under the guise of appeasing mother gaia and climate change and all the other garbage lies that they're promoting it's all about enslaving us is really what it's about so what smart cities really means for you as of may of 2022 there will be smart city governance initiatives in more than 35 countries worldwide this is from the world economic forum What does it mean? Digital IDs, real time data, tracking, 20 minute travel limit without a permit, no more camping holidays by the river, no more weekends away, no more choosing which doctor you want to see, no more choosing which school your child will attend. All your money, shopping, travel, entertainment, daily activities, and carbon footprint will be tracked and monitored by your digital ID. If you exceed any regulations set by the government, you will be denied access to everyday activities. You will be punished. All local councils have already agreed to bring in the Smart Cities agenda. Now, this is in Australia. um, But remember, this is already going on in 35 countries, and it's going on in America. It's just not as far down the road as Europe and Australia are. Does this sound like the Australia you know? Does this sound like the future you want for you and your family? Did you sign up for this? If you care about these things, stay and share and stay informed. Join a local community to be part of the conversation. It's time to stand up for ourselves and the future of our country and to pray against this wickedness um, before it's too late. And simple things make an impact. Let your local council know what you want. Say no to a digital ID and a China-style social credit system. Do not support cashless businesses and use cash wherever possible. I have been saying that for way over a decade. Um because they're always monitoring this stuff and they know when they get to a certain threshold where nobody's using cash that's the green light for them to implement this it's how they gauge it it's beta testing and at the same time i got this report this week from a longtime listener and this is like literally the new the the website i check it's so weird because i monitor my hometown my hometown's fort myers florida it's where i grew up I mean, I I was, like I said, I was born in Salem, Ohio, lived in um, Ohio till I was about four. And um, my parents uh, moved moved me to Fort Myers, Florida, where I lived, I mean, essentially till I moved up here to North Carolina. I, I was in chiropractic college in the Atlanta area for about four years. And I I was out of the area a couple times for brief periods, but essentially from, you know, the age of four until, you know, I moved up here, I don't know, about around 40-ish. That was my home. And the thing about it is even when we got there, when I was four, Fort Myers, the Fort Myers area was always like top 10 in the nation in growth, it seemed like, almost every single year construction growth fort myers cape coral naples bonita the whole nine yards okay this is where that hurricane just went through the really really bad one okay that that hit this comes from the local nbc2 news which is the the website i checked. i don't check it near as often as i would like to but fort myers florida aims to be a 15 minute city as population increases now they're, they're presenting this just pixie sticks and buttercups oh it's all wonderful you're going to be able to get wherever you want in 15 minutes you can walk there you can ditch your car yeah you can't flee anywhere yeah we got you trapped like a rat but you know you can go get your groceries and get your dry cleaning and all of this other stuff and it's going to be wonderful you'll be in a nice little big brother environment it's all this that i just read you real-time data track it maybe not initially maybe not right off the bat but guaranteed it is a trap you know, twenty-minute travel and without permit, all your money, shopping, travel, entertainment, daily activities, and carbon footprint will be tracked and monitored by your digital ID. And if you exceed any regulations set by government, you will be denied access to everyday activities. The one of the i overri- am not going to read you much of the article—but one of the overriding themes of the report was that oh, we're doing this for you know to reduce our carbon footprint and all this other garbage fort myers i couldn't believe it as southwest florida grow and but when i got out of there i mean it was a relief it was god's timing it was time for me to go god literally miraculously got us out of there um there was a lot of reasons we needed to get out of there and it was very like wow sudden quick i didn't really even see it coming to the point that it happened but um It was pretty miraculous. As Southwest Florida grows, more 15-minute communities are likely. You're going to see a lot of these in the next. They're just calling them 15-minute community. They're not calling them 15-minute smart communities yet. That'll be that'll be once they bait and switch you, because they'll get in there and they probably won't have all the Big Brother stuff going on initially like they probably are like they will be in britain and in, and in australia i think i think i mean i'm sure it'll be big brother but it won't be as big bro- then the, once they got you locked in and they get people used to the concept that's when the trap springs you're going to see a lot of these in the next three or five years um, i think it's going to be a lot better to improve the quality of life for so many residents so again a lot of times i say this stuff so because i know my listeners would know better about this but maybe there's somebody you know that is thinking about doing this i have always i mean i don't even like subdivisions i don't like any of that stuff where i am cordoned in um with you know in that type of environment there's all these ordinances or 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 bylaws or stuff that i have to abide by and and I, i don't like that concept i never have so um let's see, I think it's going to be a lot better to improve the quality of our life for so many residents, even though it's going to do the exact opposite. I know that we're going to have a superb city that's going to just build on what it already has. This city is very special. It's very charming. It has so much history. It has so much personality. As a city, as a municipality, we are recognizing that that and finding more ways to bring that to light so that everybody can see that too. Oh, isn't that neat it should be like a, a hallmark uh commercial or something so yeah if you didn't think you know these are already coming here to america so um i just saw a video i didn't actually watch it it's like i, I just I'm, I'm being so bombarded with information i can't even um yeah, the revolution against the 15-minute city has been... Oh, let's play this. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Um, This just came out seven hours ago. And I'll, I'll add this in, but perfect timing, totally, totally of God.
2: U.S. camera. Get up there, boy.
0: Okay. Oh, so they're cutting in the U.K. They're, they're starting to go in, and they're cutting down the fascist cameras. Because that's a gigantic part of these cities, 100%. It's what they do in China. They're monitoring you, doing facial recognition every single where you go. And if you get out of line at all, it's recorded. You're flagged. It's AI that's doing it. It's flagging you because obviously they couldn't have enough people to keep track of millions of people in those cities. And you know you'll get your social credit score will go down and you won't be able to travel and you won't be able to do this is what's coming and this is what they're proposing in fort myers this is what this is what's going on right now uh but now in the uk because it's it's way more up in their face they're actually they're showing all these videos of people cutting down these cameras and i don't don't know what else they're going to get into guys He's using it, looks like some kind of heavy duty bench grinder to actually cut through a light pole. Now, I'm not telling my listeners to go out and do this. I'm just saying there is the resistance is there and it is increasing, and people are waking up to a certain extent. I'm trying to fast forward this. So I think they're man. These guys are bold. I mean, people are filming them. They're not even trying to hide it. I mean, wow. Oh. And there and that you're. It's like a two for one. There's all these cameras and there's the LED, um, uh, weapon weaponized streetlight, which. I want to play that other video. I think I've played it before, but I want to replay it to emphasize that the LED streetlights are weaponized, okay? Now I'm not saying they're all weaponized to the same degree, but they are, and they're and they're meant to destroy your vision, and they're meant to put out horrible frequencies and, and, and things like the 5G towers are doing, like the smart meters are doing, like the Wi-Fi is doing, like your smartphone is doing to kill you. Um, I just can't get to it all in, in, in one teaching. There's all these people like happy and celebrating, and you cut it down in the middle of the street.
3: We have another East Germany situation on our hands, folks, and these commies are out of control. These communist bastards are trying to roll out 15-minute cities, aka movement rationing, yep. traveling restrictions. Yep. Total surveillance. The good news is heroes are stepping up and doing the absolute right thing. And that is they're tearing down these cameras. They're painting the lenses. They're cutting the wires. They're smashing them. These people are heroes fighting for the next generations. I 100% support people smashing yeah. these
0: cameras. They're showing like they're putting up literal barriers in these 50 minute cities to cordon you in and everything's moving that way. Any kind of new construction, even in this area, it's like, have you noticed how, how constrictive the parking spaces are now? And how, like, there's just medians everywhere, you can't turn around, everything's smaller. Have you noticed that? How aggravating that is? It also makes it where you're only going to want to buy a real little, small, tiny vehicle to even try to negotiate because you're not going to want to have a truck because it's you know, it doesn't even fit in the spots or whatever. It's all being done by design to cage you in and make you feel like you're a rat and for you to adapt to that environment.
3: This is what needs to be done. I 100% support people busting down these bollards, the modern day Berlin Walls that are being erected in front of our eyes. To hell with these communists. Humanity's freedom is at stake.
0: They're they're showing videos of people running over um, these uh, these barriers, or, or some of them aren't. Some of them are a lot are a lot like just little flimsy things that they're moving away or running over, and they're just showing all the video footage of this. It shows all the wires. Cutting for these cameras and um things of this nature so that was kind of interesting timing regarding the whole thing um okay so the next report moving along now (laughs) i'm gleaning this time from cbn news now these are the same ones that have been pushing the covid kill shot but again it's it's like gleaning from nbc news or tucker carlson or honestly, Mike Adams and Alex Jones at this point, um, knowing what side I believe they're going to, they are on and are, are going to end up pushing us toward um, the whole good guy, Coke, Pepsi, good guy, bad guy, Coke, Pepsi, uh, right, left paradigm thing. Anyway, this is from CBN News, and, but this is what they're talking about. Here's truth. New World Order, UN Plan Sparks New Concerns of Power stru- uh Global Power Structure. <laughs>
2: The World Health Organization is moving forward to revise international health regulations in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Some member states are expressing concern over provisions of the zero-draft WHO convention agreement. Critics say the proposed agreement would give the WHO authority over health care, trade, and other aspects of our lives. Of course. Well, joining us to explain more is Reggie Littlejohn. Ms. Littlejohn is president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers and co-chair of the Stop Vaccine Passport Task Force. Hi, Reggie. Before we discuss... I'm really
0: surprised they have this on their show after they pushed those COVID kill shots the way they did. And they brought on all their fake devil medical doctors to tell you that they're safe and effective and then they had all of their clergy, um, basically response team boys and they're telling all their congregations to take the kill shot. I'm, I'm really surprised they would even dare to cover this.
2: Uh, this ties into U.S. law. What would approval of this zero draft agreement mean for people worldwide?
4: Well, I believe that it will mean the establishment of a, a worldwide totalitarian biotech state. So these these instruments, and, and by the way, you, you correctly uh, characterized the zero draft as an agreement. Uh, that's what they're calling it. They don't want to call it a treaty because they are deliberately trying to subvert the United States and the other countries' treaty processes. So if it's an agreement, all it takes is a signature. It does not take going through our Senate. So people say, oh, don't worry about it. It will never pass our Senate. Well, they are deliberately subverting our Senate uh, process.
2: Signatories must recognize, quote, the central role of the WHO as a directing and coordinating authority on international health work. What do you believe that means?
4: Well, it, it means that the WHO is able to call the shots if there's any health uh, emergency or potential health emergency anywhere in the world. And the language that says that they have to have the permission of the country has is stricken so that they can do it without the permission of the country. And it's not only about human health, they have something called One Health, which means that they can do it on behalf of human health, animal health, plant health, the environment, they can use any reason that they want to be able to come in and basically run run the show in terms of uh, addressing that health issue.
2: And, and I've read the Zero Draft proposal. It gives the WHO authority over the global supply chain, trade, commerce, uh, through establishment of the WHO Global Pandemic Supply Chain and Logistics Network. WHO Director, uh, director General uh, Tedros would lead that effort early on in the pandemic. You remember Tedros praised President Xi Jinping for China's efforts to control the outbreak. So your thoughts on him and his potential control of the supply chain?
4: Well, uh, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus is very closely aligned with the Chinese Communist Party. And the Chinese Communist Party has absolutely outsize uh, influence at the World Health Organization, uh, which is why they were able to get away with all the lies that they did, which were just amplified by uh, Dr. Tedros. So this is uh, is not a good alliance at all. And in terms of the supply chains, They they are also wanting to take um, control over the intellectual property. Like if somebody in the United States or another country develops a great vaccine, they they're going to be forced to share that information. Which is there's no
0: such thing as a great vaccine, lady. Sorry, there's not. They're all wicked. They're all evil. They're all satanic, and they're all from satanic companies that make them. So, again, you're getting a little bit of that with this.
4: I think is bad for the the production of pharmaceuticals. I think that that intellectual property rights are are very important.
2: Yes, I noticed that in the draft agreement. And and here in the U.S., let's move forward. How is the Biden administration planning to use the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, to pre-approve whatever is approved by the WHO?
4: This is something that just came to my attention on Friday from another from an international law expert that this uh, National Defense Authorization Act, which was rammed through at the very end of the last Congress, contains within it something called the International Pandemic Preparedness Act. And I think most people in Congress don't even know about this. Um, but that act contains a loophole in it, which he argues, and I agree would makes it that whatever the World Health Organization passes is automatically made law in the United States, again, subverting our, our Senate. So this needs to be opposed. And in fact, I think that the entire World Health Organization attempt to take over the world, really, um, through vaccine passports. That's another thing that they want to do. Um, the World Health Organization, if these things are passed, will have the ability to mandate in the United States, how we handle a pandemic, including forced quarantines, forced mass mandates, forced vaccine mandates, why why should we allow Dr. Tedros, who failed so miserably in handling the Wuhan virus, uh, order us around about how we handle our own health? So I think that we should actually withdraw from the WHO, and we are calling for. Um, There's there's a a bill that is sponsored by Representative Biggs, um, and there's also a debate right now about raising the the debt ceiling. I think that anyone who believes in freedom in the U.S. Congress should condition raising the debt ceiling on U.S. withdrawal from the World Health Organization.
2: Okay, Reggie Littlejohn, president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers and co-chair of the Stop Vaccine Passports Task Force. Thank you for being with us.
0: Okay, so we have that, uh, another aspect of this whole thing. Then we have this one. The past few days have seen certain fruits and vegetables rationed by major U.K. supermarkets, writes Kit of the at Off Guardian this week, going on to list several grocery store chains where the rationing was occurring. Many, including Justin King, former Sansbury CEO, have jumped at the chance to lay the blame at Brexit's feet. But that doesn't make much sense since Morocco, whence the UK imports a lot of salad vegetables, obviously isn't in the EU. Further, Ireland has been affected too. Plus, we're only five months removed from France and other EU nations facing their own catastrophic food shortages. The author suggests that while one side of Brexit divide blames the shortages on the weather, the real reason for the shortages is that they have been engineered. Yeah, like all of this that we're talking about essentially. Knightley then implies that the establishment narrative about climate change is being used to distract from the true cause of the shortages. Knightley also mentions the toilet paper fiasco at the beginning of the pandemic as an example of a possible psyop or psychological operation that created the appearance of a shortage. Here's how to create a tomato shortage, which is what they do with the toilet paper. Tell people there's a tomato shortage. People panic and buy tomatoes then there's a real tomato shortage. Don't be a part of it, folks, is what they're saying here. The deliberate inflation of oil and gas prices has caused a surge in the cost of producing, harvesting, and transporting crops. Additionally, the price of fertilizer has also increased due to the manufacturing shortage, although these issues are being attributed to the war in the Ukraine. They existed before the conflict. Uh, switching gears again, and we're, we're kinda of getting the point we're getting nearer the end here. Poison and private police and testing. The Fox guarding the hen house. Norfolk Southern destroys East Palestine. Black Rock Vanguard having ownership in Norfolk Southern Railroad. Reporter Jeremy Lafredo reports on the gray zone from for the gray zone. That's the organization's name from East Palestine, Ohio. Where Norfolk Southern's detonation of a train filled with vinyl chloride, has poisoned the town's waterways and left residents wondering if they have to permanently relocate. While there, Lafredo learns of private police and environmental consultants paid uh, by Norfolk Southern to enforce the corporation's narrative of a successful cleanup. Okay, so now they're interviewing uh, people at uh, East Palestine. And um, uh, that's what this this whole little report is.
5: It's not credible for most people.
6: Assisting Norfolk Southern with toxic testing is their privately held contractor, the Center for Toxicology and Environmental Health, or CTEH. According to critics...
0: So it's c- privately owned. It's the Fox guarding the hen house. You're not going to get any kind of real accurate reporting. I don't understand why like independent, the independent of Norfolk Railroad companies like that aren't even secretly going into the town to test dioxin levels. I, that I don't understand. The problem is, is there's so many catastrophes going on that, you know, we can't even see straight. And, and collectively, you you get fixated on one thing, and then you have the next catastrophe next week, and it's hard to stay focused on the last one. And people's energy gets split up and diverted. I mean, this whole ministry right now is is like, I'm just trying to keep up with all the blazing forest fires going on, constantly and all the different ways they're trying to kill us collectively um mostly in america in my particular case because that's where i live but i mean this is going on to a certain extent all over the planet and it's 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 impossible really to try to keep up with it all
6: cteh has a history of minimizing the effects of environmental disasters to satisfy their corporate clients of course. cth was at the center of several environmental disasters including the bp oil spill According to a toxicologist that spoke to the New York Times, CTEH's environmental studies and toxicology tests are designed to meet the goals of its clients. Quote, they're paid to say everything's okay. The Norfolk Southern YouTube account recently posted a bizarre, seemingly promotional video for CTEH.
7: Sarah Burnett is a toxicologist with CTEH, an environmental consulting firm. She's one of dozens of scientists in East Palestine helping answer those questions about air quality. So what do you say to them? What is that answer?
8: I say to them that we have detected uh, no vinyl chloride or other constituents related uh, to this incident in the air. And are,
0: are, are you serious? She has got the audacity. She lo- looks like a nice girl. You know, looks like a real nice girl. But unfortunately, she's a fork tongue devil. I mean, she's literally saying they haven't detected any vinyl chloride in the air in East Palestine. When they just burned thousands and thousands of gallons of it, when all this stuff is happening, where the pets are dying, the people are getting sick, and just not in that area, but for hundreds of miles away. And she has the audacity to lie like a rug. I mean, it's just unfathomable, This, what she's saying.
8: All of our air monitoring and sampling data, collectively do not indicate any short or long-term risks to them their children or their
0: family i mean how how incredibly bad could you lie that's got to be one of the worst lies set of lies i have ever heard out of i mean no there's there's no problem whatsoever we just burned thousands and thousands of gallons of this toxic stuff and it poured over everybody and they had to evacuate the town and You know, pets are all dying, animals are sick, getting dying, humans are getting sick and dying. There's no risk to anybody, though. No long-term risks, either. No. Everything's just as good as apple pie. Also taking the lead
6: in preparing testing and analysis for the EPA is another private contractor with an arguably even more controversial history. Their name is Tetra Tech. The news that Tetra Tech has been hired by the EPA to handle this environmental disaster does not exist. But page three of the EPA's air safety results expose this unsavory reality. Tetra Tech is owned by the same main shareholders as Norfolk Southern, BlackRock, and Vanguard. Tetra Tech is being sued by the Department of Justice. So these
0: big, multinational, horrible corporations are all in on it too. And obviously they're all in on, you know, the whole order chaos, you know kill, rape, steal, destroy, in order to bring in the satanic New World Order, you know, that's what this is all about.
6: ...for providing entirely fraudulent soil samples to the EPA in order to protect their client, the U.S. Navy. This willing attempt for the supposed environmental group to sweep a toxic radiological disaster under the rug has been called, quote, the biggest case of eco-fraud in U.S. history. Getting around this town is very difficult. There are many roadblocks. But the public roads are not being patrolled, and the roadblocks are not being enforced by local police. Instead, by out-of-staters. Private police. Norfolk Southern Police. The fact that a billion-dollar company's armed private police force is patrolling the streets of a tiny village where the company just committed an act of environmental terrorism is troubling, but true. Connor Spielmaker, the senior communications manager for Norfolk Southern, explained to me over the phone that Norfolk Southern PD is, in fact, the
0: corporation's private police force. Norfolk Southern has some police force and they could just come into a town and take it over at their whatever whim they have. How is that legal or lawful? It's none of the above, but, you know.
6: But they're only in town to, quote, assist local PD and make sure everyone stays safe. Mm -hmm. But people in the town believe it's these private police that are calling the shots. Their local officials have told them this much. I called like Ohio Department of Transportation, State
8: Highway Patrol, our local police force, and they're all pointing the finger at Norfolk Police Department in charge of these roadblocks and the road closures and everything. Like, why are they above local and state enforcement?
5: What is North so if they're want? both uh, active <laughs> I would like to know too the
8: sounds like Pinkerton's uh, to me private police yeah
9: I don't think it's right I don't think it's right they don't live here they don't know what this town needs and what it don't need I think our own local cops and our state police in the Ohio should be taken over they should take over what's going on mm-hmm. instead of letting them run shot over everything. I believe they would have a better interest yeah. in the people and what's going on here. A guy named Brandon
8: stopped in. I asked him for a card, card, but they don't have cards.
9: No, you, yeah, a Dodge
8: any Durango <laughs> driving around. <laughs> it's an unmarked yeah. Dodge Durango, of souped up with plates? red and blue lights, out-of-state and state plates. And I talked some to a police chief here in East yeah. Palestine, Palestine. Uh, his last name's Brown, and he told me that they're in charge and. They're out front of my building. They're out front of the building right now,
6: and they won't to talk to me because I have concerns. But- the workers at the roadblock told me that so they. These, answered-
0: these wonderful police from Norfolk Southern won't talk to him. His own police chief told him they're in charge. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Where's the sheriff at? Because the sheriff should be able to go in there and, you know, get, but, you know. Ugh. <laughs> oh
6: to the Norfolk Southern Police Department. The power dynamic is evident here in this video, as local public police wait at the roadblock, set up by the private police, and manned by out-of-towners. Mm-hmm. According to Norfolk Southern's Facebook, the Norfolk Southern Police Department is responsible for crime prevention and criminal investigations involving Norfolk Southern corporate interests. The department supports 49 field offices, five special investigation units, three special operations yes. response- I'm sure
0: they're putting, you know, billions into this but at the same time whether they're letting the whole rail system just fall apart and go to hell in a handbasket, essentially. And all by design, you know, and to have the excuse to when catastrophes like this happen. ...teams, 12 canine units, a police communication
6: center, and a headquarters in Atlanta. After the derailment and subsequent controlled ventilation, information and evacuation orders were contradictory and scarce. This letter was placed on residents' front doors, assuring East Palestinians that their children were safe, their pets were safe,
0: and they likened the smoke to a wood fire. And the water. Oh, they likened the smoke to a wood fire. This is the only group I've seen report on this. This is like another 900-pound gorilla in the room regarding this whole thing. And honestly, this has just kind of won away with a lot of the alternative people that were... Reporting on this initially, and and I understand you have to prioritize the stuff, but I mean, this is huge, and I don't know. I, I they're the only ones I've saw really reporting on this.
6: The letter is missing any government or company affiliation. The letter is filled with bold, incorrect, and scientifically unsubstantiated claims. When I asked Connor Spielmaker, the senior communications manager for Norfolk Southern, if this dubious letter was the work of the company, he candidly and perhaps accidentally explained, yes, it looks familiar. The gas station directly across the street from Brenda's place of work was evacuated during the incident. But even though she was closer to the tracks, she was never given the evacuation order or instruction, possibly poisoning her and her co-workers.
10: Well, they evacuated those guys. They packed up and left. And then... They walked across the street and I said, are you coming to evacuate me? And he said, no. And those guys were gone and we were here. We were here for two days after they were gone.
6: You're, you're actually closer to the railroads,
10: right? He, he, to the tracks, yeah.
9: I think it's the money. That's basically what it boils down to. They'll pay one guy, but the guy across the street, they won't pay him because he's 1.1 miles from them. You know, and that's ridiculous. This water has been tested all the way down to Wharton, West Virginia, and they found traces of it. So if it's going that far in the waterway, where well, else? it's
0: it? going out into the Gulf, like they said. It's going to make it all the way down. Now, granted, it will. By the time it gets there, it won't be the same concentrations, but still, it's going to. A lot of this is going to ultimately end up in the Gulf yeah. via the Mississippi River.
5: Now, their main concern was to get the railroad, the rail line, open so they could move freight. Right, <clears throat> That's all they cared about. When the guy from Norfolk Southern came on right after it happened to talk about, you know, their plans, the first thought that came out of his mind, mouth was, you know, they're going to get this all cleaned and opened up and the tracks down and get the trains running. There was no talk about, well, you know, we're going to find out what people need. And, you know, people were thrown out of their houses, and they couldn't stay there. But I haven't seen anybody
0: from Because it was so perfectly safe and, and no long term ramifications, as the one lady informed us.
5: Southern come in and say, hey, you know, how's this affected you? Now, I
0: should say, you know, calling her a fork tongue devil probably isn't right because maybe she literally has drank the Kool Aid and maybe she literally um, is a nice person that is just being fed horribly bad satanic information and she believes it because she believes in her company i don't know so i'll give her that benefit of the doubt the fact is remaining though is she is a mouthpiece for satan whether she's aware of that or not and um yeah i'm just saying so
5: financially here's a check you know put your money where your mouth is don't spout all this
0: yeah but the the whole money thing how, how do you equate money and dying or, or your family dying, or are you, are you having 20 years cut off from your life? How, how, do, how can a paycheck really fully um, equate, how can you equate that to that? You, you can't. And they did it all by design on purpose. So, I mean, you know.
5: Baloney and you know, feel good stuff, and nothing really happens. People are still stuck in motels and in their relatives' house. Uh, you know, it's just total, total inconvenience, and I'm not getting much help.
6: All of the East Palestinians that I spoke to have stories of wildlife and neighbors suffering from health effects or sickness mm. that Norfolk Southern does not acknowledge. Exactly. Brenda, an employee at a local gas station 20 feet from the railroad, explained to me that a family doctor told her sister-in-law not to return home, even though they were being told it was entirely safe by Norfolk Southern.
10: I mean, my sister-in-law lives two blocks over and she can't even go home, her doctor said for her not to go home, she's on oxygen. Because it's perfect safe. That's the doctor telling her, no, and there's no it's risk. not a good idea for you to go home. It makes me feel, it makes me feel frightened. I know the first day I came through, the sky was glowing after, you know, after this all happened. So it's like, it's, it's a sad situation. And I, I hate seeing these people in this town hurt because these are the nicest people. They're the nicest people you'd ever want to know oh I,
0: I love the people from that area i mean like i said best times of my childhood by far right from this area the the town over from east palestine is Columbiana, where my dad and my grandparents and that side of my family and the johnson side that's where they grew up my mom was in close by it was, it was in beloit ohio and my mom and dad met i think when they were around in their 20 or 21 around there and um yeah i absolutely love the people from this area and uh this is another reason why it's so i have a little probably more outrage than somebody that's not familiar with the area you know um it's it's just horrible
10: i i don't think they're being i don't think they're being told the truth
0: The guy guy
5: works for me tim you met him right and he told
0: me okay so this this goes on about the 19 minute mark but I'm, I'm starting to run out of time here so um all right so let's go a little bit further and a little more on the solution side polluted food polluted world what's the solution now i've already done a teaching regarding the dioxins and how to get them out of the body um i have a whole file on that on the dioxins and, and the teachings were done i think it was the first time I talked about the East Palestine thing. It was part two of that particular teaching on the dioxins. And I have like I have these things called bio detox packets from Biotics. Just you do a packet a day for thirty days, and it's basically a full body detox. And I'm not saying if you had extreme exposure, this is going to fix everything. Um, and then there's also the the product DIM, which is the whole indole three carbonyl, what it converts into, which is what's in broccoli sprouts or cruciferous vegetables, which are also a highly effective way to cleanse the dioxins out of the body i have those you can find them online um as well but um there's um there's a lot of different things that you can also do along those lines so let's go ahead and listen to this uh, short video
1: there was a lot of very interesting feedback following my release of the chicken feed test results of tractor supply producers pride brand chicken feed and some other brands, DeMore and Purina, and whatever else. Uh, people were surprised that all six products that we tested were uh, showed some level of contamination. All of them did, and I I guarantee you that if we test every product in the country, every single one of them, you know, chicken feed or animal feed of any kind, every single one of them will have some level of contamination. Yes. I mean, you've got chemtrails. There's no way to really get away from chemtrails.
0: Spraying us like cockroaches. You know, sometimes every day. So that by itself is going to rain down contamination on the plants that ultimately get fed to us and the other animals that are consumed as different various meats.
1: And that's just the world in which we live. And I don't know why, but... I guess a few people thought that all the food is pristine and clean, except for every once in a while there's one lot that's heavily contaminated and it really, really stands out, you know, a hundred times higher. It's, it's not usually like that. All the food's contaminated. And this is true with human food and dog food as well, especially dog food. Uh, contamination is everywhere. And the other piece of feedback I got from people is they were really surprised that certified organic products can still contain such high levels of heavy metals. And you know I've worked to try to explain this for many years that USDA organic does not in any way mean low heavy metals. And that's why you have to test organic products for heavy metals. In fact, I would say across the board organic products tend to have higher heavy metals because they're less processed. So when you have more conventional processed food products, like let's say white bread or pastries or, you know, pasta, whatever, it's so heavily refined and processed that there's really no lead left in it or almost none. And, but also at the same time, there are almost no beneficial minerals in it. Mm -hmm. I remember
0: one time I took Taylor when she was a lot smaller, we were living in Florida and we went to Okeechobee and I took her to the (laughs) <laughs> the sugar the sugar factory the main and i know i know there there is big con Agri as you can get uh it wasn't that i was taken there to glorify it but i wanted to see what they did in the factory and they had i just can remember going in there kind of and taking this tour and looking in like these buildings that were just like open on both ends and very very dirty and just mountains of sugar just sitting there on pavement and then going into the to the actual place where the sugar was kind of like refined and and the guy the guy even said the the tour guide said and there was like all the sugar on the floor like because it would it's hard to keep track of i mean it's granular so they were on like these conveyor belts and stuff and there's all the sugar on the floor and the guy said oh yeah so you see all that sugar on the floor he says we just sweep it up and put it right back in there because the refining process takes everything out. That's not sugar. So like dirt and insect animal parts or whatever grease or whatever's on the floor, they're going to just put it right back into the thing and (laughs) send it down the line saying now how much of that's 100% true. I don't know, but you know, I, I know that typically when you get a, I don't, I will only, I don't consume very much sugar. Um, Had a listener the other day email me and said this report on stevia, just while we're on this subject, and um, saying that it can actually reduce testosterone. It did in this one particular rat study. Now, there's a lot of controversy because there's another study that indicates it doesn't do that, um, that it can be hard on the kidneys. uh, But they're saying with the rat study where it lowered testosterone, a human would have to eat 40 to 50 packets a day to consume the same. Also, they probably weren't using organic stevia. And I've always been told organic stevia, you got to use that. But for anybody that doesn't want to go the stevia route, because stevia is not for everybody. And I would never advise just using it as a sole sweetener because it does have a weird bitter taste. I think it's very good to use in conjunction with things like the boca sugar, um, which is basically xylitol, which I tried to look. I couldn't find out anything negative about xylitol. Like that, uh, it's like a plant-based type sugar. And um, Boca Sugar makes one, a xylitol. And um, that I could not find anything. Even on WebMD, they weren't saying anything negative about it. Now, they will say some negative stuff about Stevia. Um, And then also now they've got a new one called Monk Fruit, which is super concentrated. And you can get organic Monk Fruit. And it literally... One eighth of a teaspoon is equivalent to a teaspoon sweetness of sugar. So, like what I do in my smoothies or um, anything I want to sweeten, I'm using that. I'm not using like regular sugar. Um, occasionally, some brown, organic brown sugar, which has like the molasses in it, on like some oatmeal. But I don't normally tend to just consume sugar, you know. Um, But the monk fruit with the Boca sugar, B-O-C-A, you can find it. You can get it in two-pound bags, too. That's a really good, and there's virtually no calories. I mean, it's it's almost nothing. Um, Really nice taste, and there's none of the bitterness with stevia. I just wanted to throw that in just because I had recommended stevia, and I wanted, you know. I found a study where it was actually saying it was beneficial, another medical study. So there's a lot of controversy on the stevia thing. Uh, it's kind of up in the air. So you do have alternatives though. Okay, out there. Let's go back to this.
1: It doesn't mean you should eat processed wheat products or white bread or whatever uh, because you're trying to avoid lead. No, you're also missing out on you know the, the zinc and the trace chromium and the magnesium and all the other beneficial minerals, the trace copper and what have you that your body actually needs so just understand that in the organic food sector if you're not testing the food or the supplements you just there's no way to know what's in there or how high it might be and again that's true with chicken feed in fact the producer's pride brand had the lowest level of heavy metals and it was non-organic the other critical realization is that since we live in a highly polluted world there is There's no food that you can buy commercially that is not contaminated at some level, you know from grocery stores or what have you And even if you grow it yourself, this is the other thing even if you grow food yourself Guess what? You're going to find some level of lead some level of cadmium aluminum Hopefully not mercury, but you could easily find arsenic in it and there's fallout from the sky So dioxins, for example, PCDD, uh, they are falling out of the sky at all times in really, really tiny amounts just because people's homes catch on fire every once in a while, or people burn backyard trash and they create dioxin plumes, or a train wreck happens and then there's a massive dioxin plume. Even if you garden at home, you can't get all the contaminants off your food. So it's not a question of being contaminant free, it's a question of, well, first, what level of contamination are you exposed to? And then secondly, detoxification. How do you get these contaminants out of your body? And of course, that's a whole subject of many books all on its own, <laughs> detoxification. But we'll cover some simple principles here. But, but first, let me just mention, reducing your level of exposure is feasible. Well, first buying organic will absolutely reduce your exposure to glyphosate the weed killer so that's a good place to start and then as far as the heavy metals go the simplest answer to removing heavy metals from your body or at least removing them from food intake is to eat more plant fiber Mm -hmm. and i've done extensive testing on this in the laboratory i have a patent on removing heavy metals from the body I have a patent on cesium elimination. It's called the cesium eliminator. And so I understand how to get these metals out of the body. Again, I've done extensive testing in the lab. And what I found is that the simplest and most effective thing is to consume more fruit fiber with every meal where you suspect you may be exposed to heavy metals. Right.
0: And And pectin in apples uh, and elsewhere you can get pectin is super good for getting, binding up radiation as well. That's been used in the, like after Chernobyl. I reported on that not too long ago, that pectin can do that. Uh, apples are real high in, in pectin. So there's remedies out there that are totally natural that are just plant-based.
1: And buy even things like uh, grapefruit fiber mm-hmm. as um, as a dietary supplement. And you can just take that, it's a large pill difficult for some people to swallow but it's it's worth taking
0: i have one i I can't get the fiber pills that i was getting before but i have one um that uh is super good and it's a powder it's a yeah a powder you but you got to make sure that you put it with a lot of water because it will it'll get gelatinous real quick um but yeah it's super good for the colon and and for getting that and and again if if you know you're going to eat a bad meal especially you know whatever. These are good things to do prior to the meal, um, to bind up any of the bad stuff that maybe you can also do activated charcoal, but that's not a fiber. That's a different way of kind of going about doing that. But that's a whole other aspect of ways you can bind up bad things in in the food.
1: You can take a supplement like that every time you eat any kind of a meal that contains meat, cheese, or dairy of any kind, or anything that you might suspect has Heavy metals.
0: But the thing you wouldn't want to do is take supplements with that because the fiber would also bind to the supplements and render them somewhat inert or at least make them a lot less usable in the body.
1: Or other chemical toxins like barbecue, where the edges of the meat have been burned to a crisp, which makes it delicious. <laughs>
0: but easy, Mike, easy.
1: Want to have some fiber. And you want to have fresh fruit with that. And the fresh fruit, which really is the way to go on this, also gives you typically anthocyanins, which help protect your body from the cancerous effects of lots of things that are in meat products. So just remember this rule of thumb. Every time you eat meat or dairy or eggs or fish, any kind of a meat source, make sure you're eating fresh fruits and vegetables with that meal. Okay, but what
0: if the dairy and the meat is organic grass-fed i mean free roaming I granted i understand you could say well the chemtrails but i'm just saying i don't think you have to go if you're eating organic you have to quite go to that level i mean you could i'm not saying it's bad
1: to do um but you know it could be a salad it could be an apple it could be a grapefruit supplement just make sure you're getting fruit fiber with that meal it, you it'll... make
0: sure you're washing the fruits and the salads and everything else because even if it's organic it has been hit with chemtrails i use like the calvin soap i get the foamer bottles then you can buy them cheap on ebay or whatever and it goes the soap goes a long way and just i make sure because you want to break any kind of chemical bonds and you need some type of surfactant to do that. Now I understand there's other ways you can go about it. You can use like a diluted vinegar, there are fruit and vegetable sprays, um, but the like the Calban coconut-based soap. It's it's based out of coconut. is is a really good surfactant, and it never it never leaves a a, uh, a, a soapy taste. I mean, as long as you wash
1: that it off, it doesn't leave a soapy taste at all need the whole fruit just the fiber would have an extraordinary effect of making sure your body doesn't absorb those heavy metals that might be in the food and then in terms of detoxification the simple answer is number one avoid exposure and then number two keep avoiding exposure for a long time because your body eventually replaces your cells it eventually replaces all kinds of tissue Uh, in in your body organ tissue bone well i also
0: think ongoing detox is is good too and you can do that with cruciferous vegetables and salads and things of this nature um again i would wash them Um, you're going to be hitting you know your phase one phase two cytochrome p450 enzyme pathways in the liver which are your two main detoxification pathways in the liver with just cruciferous vegetables um egg yolks have are high in sulfur that's another thing that feeds that pathway um so there's other ways you you can do it as well
1: red blood cells and so on your body replaces it and as it's replacing it it's building new tissue or new bones with whatever you have circulating in your blood at that time so if your blood is clean at that time then you're going to rebuild with cleaner cells cleaner organs cleaner blood and so on but it will take years for your body to rebuild all the cells so
0: and like i said guys i have learned that you know get yourself either a large or small bullet. now i'm not getting any money from the company if you're not getting your vegetables and fruits and you're like i don't have time to do all that stuff you can do once a day do a shake a smoothie where you're doing all your stuff in there you can sweeten it with like the boca sweet the monk fruit um you can get every kind of green food you can imagine celery parsley i mean spinach the whole nine yards you can throw a banana in there an apple uh half a lemon i do half a lemon you're getting all the limelene in the peel you're getting all the benefits of that lemon which is huge i don't do a whole because that would be too much but um you know there's so many good things chia seed or and i try to do organic and everything okay chia seeds uh organic coconut oil organic maybe coconut flakes um i look forward to it the, the the thing that i don't look forward to is the prepping because it it takes me a good oh to make one of those with all that stuff i got to set aside at least 10 to 15 minutes um to do it but it's like a meal especially with the coconut oil in there it's very satisfying it's not like you just drink it and you're hungry two minutes later it actually is really good and there's all kind of superfoods you can put wheatgrass powder you could put acacia powder in there um these are all things i put in mine, and it's like wow i mean it's it's just so incredibly good for you on so many different levels and you don't have to drink it all at once i mean it probably wouldn't be assimilated if you did that if you get a lot you almost need a large nutribullet to do it right and then you can drink maybe half and then save another half for later you can refrigerate it or whatever um or have it as a, a meal and then wait another hour or two and eat drink the rest of it it's it's really and it tastes good it, it really does I, I mean you might think it doesn't but if you do it right and just experiment with the um like the boca sweet and the monk fruit um you're gonna have your fruits and you can put organic strawberries um apples bananas i mean it tastes good it really does if you do it right um and Man, I mean, I just can't imagine what the health of Americans would be if, if they were all doing something like that every single day, you know. Um, it would be just, that by itself would make such a gigantic difference in people's health. And if they started doing some cardio, um, you know, at least two times a week at bare minimum, you know, just little stuff like that can make a gigantic difference in their health.
1: The longer you stay clean and avoid exposure, the cleaner your body is going to be on everything from dioxins to heavy metals and pesticides and you know bad microbes and all kinds of things. So there are the two answers. Number one, avoid exposure as much as you can. And number two, detox, 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 and make it a lifestyle.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's go to, because I'm starting to really run out of time here. This is the last video on um, East Powell's. East Palestine, Um, well, I'm sorry, East Palestine, Uh, environmental I, I mean, I've said Palestine for years and years and years regarding, like, Jerusalem in that area, okay, so I'm sorry if I mess that up sometimes. Environmental Protection Pollution Agency, EPA, lies to uh, East Palestine residents rejects water filters and testing. So this is another way they're trying to just cover up and just do the most satanic stuff you can imagine there.
7: So it's been more than three weeks since the train disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. Pete Buttigieg paid a now, visit. Now this video
0: le- was posted about two weeks ago. So
7: two week. FEMA has started providing its assistance. The Environmental Pollution Agency is there like it has been from the beginning, but it apparently isn't interested in getting any outside help. Nelson McElveen is the CEO of Century H2O. That's a family-owned company that develops water filtration systems. Well, Nelson's company have offered to give away their filters to East Palestine residents. Yeah, for free. And they've been shot down by the EPA because, of course, the EPA claims that the local water is completely safe. So why would the people need anything like that?
0: Exactly, yeah.
7: Well, Nelson and his team disagree completely. No,
0: drink it right out of the tap. In fact, just go out to the creek and drink it. Suck it right out of the creek. Get on all fours and, and just like a, you know, like a dog. Just suck it right out of the creek, you know. In fact, get your head down into the creek bed to really stir up all those chemicals and create that rainbow effect that you've seen when people throw stones in into the creeks there. All the chemicals coming up, you know, bathe in it. I mean, just glory in it really is what you need to do.
7: They believe that the EPA is lying to residents about their water. We concur. So, in response, they've been going to the residents directly, teaching them how to use their filters and giving them away to those in need. Again, for free. Awesome. So, is that a happy ending? Not so fast. Once the EPA learned what was going on, they retaliated. Of course. We want to get more details on how exactly they did that as soon as we can. Why, but- why
0: do they have to retaliate if there's if there's no risk to anybody? As that uh, wonderful spokes lady for. Uh, norfolk southern told us there's no risk at all for anybody no long-term short-term no nothing air water everything why would they even care if they were giving away free filters and nelson McElveen
7: joins us now sir thank you so much for coming we appreciate you being here thank you for inviting me so so the epa is retaliating on you for giving away in your humanitarian effort for free water filtration systems to residents of east palestine
11: well, here's here's what happened. Um, we decided to go in and give them some product, and uh, we got a call from Postmaster General with on a secure video line with uh, some military personnel, <laughs> and course. they gave us
0: direct the, the the brown shirt. Not Nazis are there to police things.
11: Instructions on what we had to say and do in case. And the word DOJ came up. Would stop us. We don't know why. We have no idea. It's you know, why would anybody want to stop somebody from just helping an, uh another person, right? We have no idea any of this stuff. That's so because
0: have... all the Luciferians and Satanists want us to die. And they don't want any impediments toward us all dying as quickly as possible. So they don't like you filtering your water and Detoxing and doing all this other stuff. No, 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 filter or, or cleaning your air. No, they they can't have that.
11: Print out paperwork, we had to carry it with us when we were in, when we were in East Palestine. Very strange situation. But I'm gonna go into one more thing, and I think I got an idea what's going on a little bit further down the road here. I own also an injection molding company, and I worked for one of the largest uh, smoke detector companies many years ago. And I introduced a new material called PVC, polyvinyl chloride, to make the covers and the bases. These products do not burn. There are built-in fire retardant agent in these products. So that's why if you look at your smoke detector in your home, it has this in it so that if the house burns, it's still beeping. That was the idea. How did they burn this material? We have no idea. What did they burn in this material? We have no idea. But we know one thing. I run this material in my my injection molding company. And if I run it too hot, I can kill everybody in the building within minutes. And if I and I or, and I can chase them out of the building within, you know, within seconds. It gives off a mustard gas. That is the thing that we basically outlawed in World War One. They burned that material. Where'd those fumes go? And that's why you're seeing dead animals all over East Palestine. We have videotape and footage of dead animals on the railroad tracks everywhere. That's how um, severe this is. And I think personally, we're not being told what's going on there. So here's what we did. We grabbed some water and we're sending it out to a lab to be tested to find out what's in that water. Good. Uh, What does vinyl chloride do in water? It's just a poison. You know, it's just a poison and all it is. Is there any way,
7: I mean, look, is there any way that the water in East Palestine, Ohio, is safe?
11: (laughs) I can't see how. They dropped the train. That train derailed right in the middle of five of their wells. The wells are 57 feet deep. They dropped it right in the middle of the wells. That material went into the ground. And Here's how bad it went into the ground. They had to move the railroad tracks, I think, about 10 feet.
0: I I don't want to i'm sorry but i've got to say this when he says polyvinyl chloride won't burn i'm literally on the like the chemical page for it okay and one of the things it has is a burn hazard okay um a flammable um hazard now it's it's a number one materials that require considerable preheating under all ambient temperature conditions before ignition and combustion can occur. Okay, so that's what classification this is. So it's not um, It's not horribly flammable, but it is flammable um, under the right conditions. it says materials require considerable preheating, okay? But when he says it doesn't burn, that's not true. Okay, I don't know whether he may be working with a different version of it. Maybe he's not familiar with this, but it doesn't take away the fact that, I, I believe he's obviously sincere and he tried to give away with these water filters and the feds were basically all over him. And I mean, this is just absolute total insanity.
11: Over because the ground was compromised underneath where the train tracks were. That material, everything that goes into the ground, goes into the water tablet folks It right. doesn't go anywhere else yeah. that's that's where it goes
0: well that's what i mean i mean if they they everything was contained in the tanks they had to literally rupture the tanks and pour this stuff out on the ground so before any of the burning went on this was seeping into the ground and the water tables this is going to contaminate that area for like they said a potential up to 500 to a thousand years Unless they find a way, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. Once it seeps into the ground, how you're not gonna not contaminate the water table because you can't get to it not effectively. It's not like it's it's still still sitting there. And then they then they burn it. Maybe they did add something to it to get it to really burn, to really get it to go. I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past them. Um. But I. <laughs> absolute total insanity the tanks weren't even fractured they had to purposely drill into the tanks and let all that stuff come out onto the ground they did it on purpose by design to do this exact thing to cause maximum death carnage and misery
11: You all know that right we all know when they anything in the air hits the ground and it seeps into the ground and goes into your water tablet yeah. So, yes, I believe that um, that water is compromised severely. Oh, yeah. This is basically the same thing as Chernobyl. So That's why is
7: problem. it that the DOJ would be interested in stopping you from helping people by giving away free water filtration systems? Exactly.
11: Because if I tell you it's fine, it's fine. When I called, when I called East Palestine uh, Police uh, Fire Department Chief, He told me the water is fine it's clear it's drinkable that was what we were told (laughs) we don't need your help you know i'm looking for a point of interest a point to go to
0: yeah they're showing all the the people throwing just stones in the local creeks and it rainbow phosphorescing up into the water from all the vinyl chloride at the bottom there that's sunk you know but it's it's perfectly safe and drinkable and like i said we should be I want to go there just to bathe in it like you know they how they have the natural hot spas and the hot springs and you know people come from all over to like go to the therapeutic healing water well now they should advertise that I think Nor- Norfolk Southern should own their own open their own little spa in the local creeks and people can go there to bathe in in the wonderful polyvinyl chloride water um yeah it'll reduce your lifespan massively and you probably will break out in the worst rashes you've ever seen and you'll die really quick but you know you'll be helping them out and and they'll like you for it and you'll be showing that you're a good little new order order um sycophant willing to do whatever they tell you to do so i think that's what's more important
7: yeah but it doesn't it doesn't matter if they need your help or not you are allowed to offer it
0: yeah, How exactly. can they
7: stop you from doing this? What are they trying to hide in East Palestine? They should have gut
0: shot this guy. I mean, they should have let him get away with this kind of wickedness and evil, him giving away free water filtration for these poor people whose water's totally contaminated. How dare he? I mean, that's the, one of the most evil things I've ever heard in my life.
11: Well, the way I see it, if, if I show you doing a... This great controlled burn, and the word "controlled" was, you know, amazing. Nobody, I'm in the, I'm in the manufacturing business, and I, and I handle chemicals. We are not allowed to go right or left without the EPA being involved. Right. Okay. These guys did a controlled burn without the EPA being there. Okay. So something is not up. It's something's just not right. I can't, I can't explain it. I don't know what
0: it is, but I know this. It's super simple. They just want to kill everybody. And they wanted to contaminate the whole area and, you know, order out of chaos.
11: My girl was in East Palestine.
0: When she came home,
11: her skin was on fire.
0: Mm -hmm.
11: Her throat was hurting. Yeah, She was all red and flushed. And it took her a day or two. That's
0: because the air quality, remember, is so perfectly safe and wonderful. Tox from what was in that air. Okay. And
11: whatever's in the air goes into your water tablet. We can't change that. That's the way the world works. So whatever they're doing and whatever they did, we'll know in time. Okay, so right now we're just making assumptions, but we're going to know in time what's going to come out of all this. Is it they want to move these people? Is it they're the wrong political party? What is it? We don't know what's going on here, but it's not right.
7: Yeah. So this is unrestricted warfare it's happening all over the place another chemical spill uh, over the weekend just outside of memphis things are on fire food plants manufacturing facilities are just burning down there were three refineries over the weekend all owned by the same group of companies That went up in a blaze all three of them over the weekend this is not an accident these are not coincidences don't allow yourself to be gaslit this is unrestricted warfare against americans at the hands of the corporate government crime syndicate the murderous regime that calls itself a government we are being overtaken america is under attack from the inside out uh that's what's happening here and nelson McElveen and those that try to get in the way of their murderous plot to Mm -hmm. kill people right are going to be persecuted and they're going to be charged and they're going to be arrested. It's going to be a crime to try to save people before too long. They're already criminalizing uh, the possession of contraband called heirloom seeds. You're not allowed to have them. You're not allowed to be self-sustainable. You're not allowed to plant your own food. Don't you dare have a gun to protect your life and your liberty and your property because they will come after you. If you don't believe me, check it out what happened in St. Louis, Missouri, when two people try to defend themselves against an armed group of of, of Black Lives Matter terrorist thugs by using nonviolently their Second Amendment right, by the way. This is unrestricted warfare. They're poisoning us in the water. They're poisoning us in our food. Yep. They're poisoning us with the air. They're poisoning us in the soil. They're poisoning us with injections. Yep. This is unrestricted warfare.
11: Well, I'm going to say this. If the Patriots don't step up in this country, there is no country. That's all it comes right down to. We as a group of folks decide to go help others. And, if, you know, like it says in the Bible, help those who can't help themselves. Mm. So if you can't, you know, that's you gotta, why
0: we we're just reading before at the part one it's how we started it out and let me tell you these filtration systems they're given aren't just like a water bottle with a filter in i mean they're like really nice i mean these are these are super nice i'm looking at them and i mean these are probably i mean to buy one of these you're looking i would think at least a couple hundred dollars and they're giving these things away for free that is doing god's work you know that is that is helping those that you know are less fortunate than you. And these people that live in East Palestine are less fortunate, and um, they're in a horrible situation. And they're 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 not even fully aware of probably what is going on. A lot of them, the the government's lying to them. Norfolk Southern's lying to them, and um, you know, it's just horrible
11: those who can't help themselves and it's up to us to do it no one else
7: yeah and for what you are doing or attempting to do in East Palestine uh thank you very much and thank you for being here also Nelson McElveen have a great day you too
10: thank you
0: god bless him um okay so we said that now uh I gotta wind this up because I'm just about out of time now I this is what I titled Scott Johnson's comment regarding BPA and BPF, bisphenol A and F. Now, because we're talking about the water, I wanted to throw this in here: the number seven recyclable plastic water containers that water delivery companies typically tend to use. You know, the the big five gallon ones you'll see in office buildings, or sometimes you can get it with delivery; they'll they'll deliver them. Okay, well, that actual type of of plastic is a um um, contains bisphenol a it contains bpa which has been you know i I got a whole section on it's a hormone disruptor it's just not good it's one of the main one of the main things they're doing now to 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 kill us off it's listed that you're not supposed to you use number seven for any kind of food or water okay but yet they're doing it and I called my water company I've got a really good high-quality spring water and they said yeah that's all true but you have to heat the containers in order for the BPA to come out and it's got to be really hot okay so since they weren't gonna police themselves I said I've already told my listeners that they needed that would be good if they got a really good high quality spring water that's been that's certified like multiple times per year and the one i use is like one of three springs i think in north carolina that's certified and they're using but what is what good is that if if the water container is leaching bpa into it okay so here's the problem bpa is extremely hard to test for and there's only i could only find one company that really Found I found that a consumer could go to get it done, get it done the right way. Okay, it's mytapscore.com. My tap, T-A-P, like a tap, like your um, water coming out of your tap. Score.com, and they've got a BPA test. Problem is, is it's over five hundred bucks just to get the. Well, what it really does is, in fact, I got the lab results back, and. It's a long test. It's very, very hard to do. And this actually tested for bis-methane, bisphenol A, bisphenol A, I mean, all, all these long chemical names. And then also bisphenol F. And there's derivatives. These are other things that can get in your thing. I had to do it because I had already told my listeners that this is a good way to go. And then I realized that this container might not be any good. And I had to do it because I told you to do it. And I I don't want people contaminating themselves with these things, if that's the case. Um, Yeah, I had to shell out over 500 bucks to do it. But I just got the lab reports back. No BPA or BPF or anything like it in the water sample I sent from the water delivery company I use. I hate that they use the number seven plastic containers, but they appear to be good. But even the lady at the water delivery company told me that the only way BPA is released from these types of containers is if they get really hot. Now, how, how hot that is, I don't know, okay? But all I can tell you is if they're driving around in the summer and the sun's hitting the containers, potentially, because a lot of these, some of these are, um, you know, they're on like the outside of the truck, that could be a factor, I don't know. Um, if they're driving around like that in the summer being transported, I have no idea if they would be BPA free then don't know and I can't afford another $500 plus fee to get this tested again every time I have a win but I wanted to at least tell my listeners that I went ahead I mean I know the sample was it I mean if it was contaminated it would you know maybe it might have showed BPA no it was it was a very very clean way we even videoed it because if that thing came back full of BPA and all this other garbage I, I'm I'm probably going to an attorney because I'm like, this is going on all over the country. Somebody needs to bring a class action lawsuit against this type of thing. This is why Taylor wants to, not really to get into this, but just for a righteous purpose, my daughter wants to be able to, you know. Because they're, they're trying to kill us so many different ways. I I can't keep up with it all. Thank God this came back. But remember, the, and I didn't say this, but the water that I tested got delivered in winter up here when it's, cold okay so there's no chance of of you know those containers leaching i i was hoping there wasn't so i don't know if it'd be the same though in summer so just bear that in mind anyway and then i give you a link to this bpa compounds water test because there's you know there's a lot of other reasons you can use the test but it's just so expensive i also give you a guide for the number one number two number three number four five six and seven recyclable symbols It's not a gigantic one but it's the ones where um it tells you what it's used for and what the um like a number one which is what you see in all the stores okay now it can be a bpa free number one which is good but there's other things that where they could get around that could still be bad but obviously those are the ones you you see for any kind of plastic container Typically, what the number one means is it's good for one use. You don't want to keep reusing that over and over again. Okay. It's hard to clean, it absorbs bacteria flavors. It's, it can also have BPA. Um, the number two, and I'm not gonna go through all these, but the number two, um, the number four, and the number five. All of them are listed as transmitting no known chemicals into food, or I'm assuming water. Two, four, and five. One, three, six, and seven are not ideal. Okay? And the thing is, is you just rarely see these two, four, and five used in food and water. You can find them, but it's hard. So... Yeah, I wish I had a better, simpler solution for you, um, but that's what I came up with, okay? Um, Then the report, oh boy, I'm about out of time. Uh, Seven warning signs you may have BPA toxicity, Dr. John Day cardiologist, there's a link to that report. Then there's another link to what is BPA and is it a cause for concern? Yes, it is. Um, uh, Then they give you a whole bunch of options Avoiding plastics altogether. It might not be a thing. Drinking bottles with glass or stainless steel. Obviously better. Avoiding bottled plastic waters. Um, purchasing food not packaged in plastic cans or lined with BPA containing plastics. Um, uh, replacing all your plastic containers and household items. It may seem daunting. But anyway, they give you some options on what you can do. Then there's another one. Plastic identification recycling chart. Are this? Oh, this is actually went along with with the one. Let me move this down. I, it's not letting me move it down, so it's it's all in there though. Everything that I'm covering is is actually in the PDF. You'll see it, uh, and then five ways to detoxify from synthetic sex hormone bisphenol A. It's a synthetic sex hormone. Okay, it's an endocrine disruptor. One of the many ways they're trying to mess us up, and you know, create the whole transgender, lesbian, gay, feminized men. I mean, it's just it's totally an agenda. This article goes into recognizing and avoiding bpa is the key to eliminating it from the body in addition to plastic containers and water bottles bpa is found in unlikely places such as printed receipts almost any printed receipt you get is loaded with it so not accepting those is always good and if you do accept them make sure you're i I carry like wet wipes with me in the car like an organic type of wet wipe and um some other ways to clean my hands like the thieves spray and stuff like that that i've got into before um it can be in a ton of different stuff bpa can be eliminated by supporting liver detoxification and cultivating a healthy microbiome with organic foods and flora antioxidant specific supplements and if you're going to order any flora for me now's the time to do it because i don't like to ship flora when it gets hot um i carry two different lines now one from innate and one from biotics just i have one from biotics but you want, you want to get it shipped during when it's cooler, not when it's at the peak of summer because, you know, that can degrade the product. Um, and then research shows the BPA is secreted, is secreted also in sweat, exercise, sauna therapy, adequate water intake, support the pathway. Now, this article goes into detail on all those five detox pathways for you. So I just wanted to throw that in. We were talking about water with the, you know, the other, the water filtration that we were talking about before. So. This was a good segue into that. So that's all I have for today. Uh, God bless you and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.